0: Hey everybody, this is uh, Tyler. We got James here with us again. Year two for us. We're going to be running down the top ten picks for this upcoming draft. And uh, James, you, you got a hot take here?
1: Yeah, I think we're going to see some, some of the moves that we've seen in the NFL here this year kind of come full circle with the draft, see who's going to be picked up, see who's really trying to bolster their secondary, um, and yeah, get it going.
0: Alrighty, so I, I think we're going to kick this off um, starting at the 10th pick is going to be the Jets pick. Uh, Seattle traded it to the Jets. Uh, actually, Seattle's pick, it was the Jets here. Um, I'm looking at this uh, Seattle team uh, really needing uh, a wide receiver, and I'm, I'm looking at potentially picking up Jameson Williams out of Alabama. What do you think about this one?
1: Um, I think it's a great pick, especially at ten. We all saw how great he was on that championship team. Obviously, they didn't get there. Georgia beat him. Um, seeing him tear that ACL um, in that championship game. Before that, number one receiver, went to him all the time. Huge playmaker. Really is going to give Zach Wilson somebody to throw the ball to. Um, hopefully, he doesn't go the line that we've seen some of the Alabama receivers go. But I do think Jamison Williams coming from Alabama via Ohio State. Yeah, we can go back and talk there. Ohio State had the best receiver room probably in the history of college football. I mean, we have multiple first-round picks coming from Ohio State. Jamison Williams was a transfer to Alabama from Ohio State because he wasn't getting playing time. And he's top 10 pick. Without the injury, probably the first wide receiver that would have gone, but I mean, obviously, big injury like that, we see him go to the Jets and give Zach Wilson that other tool.
0: Definitely. I I definitely like his deep threat ability here on this one. Um, Seeing him, you know, catch the deep ball. He's very good one-on-one and I I like, you know, his matchup there uh, going into Seattle. So, Um, Looking in at number nine here, um, Denver traded to Seattle. So I'm looking at um, this team here. Great college production um, for his year in the University of Michigan. uh, This edge, Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, What's your take on Aiden?
1: So there's a lot of talk that Aiden Hutchinson beat out Thibodeau to be the first edge rusher to go in this draft. I don't see it. Um, yeah, he's going to be the hometown boy from Detroit. Um, potentially has the ability to go to Detroit. Could could see him going that number two spot. I think this number nine spot is a lot more realistic for him. Um, just looking at some of the games that Michigan wasn't was as productive on the run side, and they were running the ball straight at Aiden Hutchinson. Was wasn't able to do anything. Had no answer for Kenneth Walker, who's probably going to be the number two running back coming out of this class. Um, and, yeah, I'm going to be a little bit biased on this as an MSU fan, but I think Aiden Hutchinson is a good pickup for Seattle um, and gives them that rushing ability. Definitely, definitely.
0: Um, so I'm, I'm really liking these first two picks we got going on here. Number eight, uh, we have Atlanta. I'm going to go with Garrett Wilson. Uh, He's out of Ohio State. Uh, Like you were saying before, this Ohio State wide receiver core is just outstanding. Haven't seen nothing like it before. And, look, Atlanta needs a lot of wide receivers, and and that is very much so apparent. And and I can't list not the top three on their team right now off the top of my head, just how bad that wide receiver core is. And we're looking, um, you know, they got a, a good tight end in Kyle Pitts. So I'm seeing... Potentially pick up this Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State at number eight.
1: Yeah, and I think that's exactly right. You know, Pitts isn't lining up like a traditional tight end. He's more of that slot kind of receiver, lining up tight end, making some big plays. They need another threat down the field, and I think Garrett Wilson gives them that. We saw him, outstanding route runner, explosive, fast. He's going to be that person for Atlanta so long as they can get somebody in there to throw them the ball.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, So I think that's going to be a very good pickup if they could pick up Garrett Wilson at the wide receiver slot in the eighth pick here for Atlanta. Definitely kind of opening up that game plan for them. Uh, But looking in at number seven here now, we have uh, Chicago traded away their pick to the Giants. And uh, this Giants team has got a lot of holes, uh, to say the least here. And uh, this Giants team, I'm seeing um, a very good defensive player out of Georgia, uh, Trayvon Walker. Um, I think he's one of the best defensive players in this draft. Um, And I think he can fill a lot of holes. Um, Yes, I think they could pick up an offensive lineman, but I'm going to stick with the defense here and say Trayvon Walker.
1: Yeah, and I agree with that. I think Trayvon Walker is who they're going to probably – slide in and taking the spot with missing out on the old linemen that are going to go earlier in the draft. Um, Like you said, huge holes all over the team. Let's at least get one side of the ball figured out and maybe pick up some on the other side.
0: Okay. um, Before we move any further on this one, uh, I I know we're getting into number six. I do have a quick question for you. Uh, Baker Mayfield. Do you see him getting traded during the draft? And is that going to mess up a lot of these, you know, draft boards we're seeing?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's a definite possibility that Mayfield gets moved around during the draft. That Watson pickup was huge. He Mayfield hasn't done anything. Is Carolina gonna gonna give it all up for Baker Mayfield, who isn't a winner? We saw him win at Oklahoma, unfortunately, coming in into the NFL. It just hasn't been there for him. Uh, yeah, that a lot of that has to do with, you can't say he didn't have the tools. Right. He had the tools. He had the defense. He just couldn't get it done. So is Carolina and Matt Rule going to take that risk? I personally don't think so, but... If it does happen, it's going to throw everything off with everyone's draft boards. Um, I have seen a few where they are accounting for the Baker Mayfield here in the sixth spot. Um, but I don't, I don't necessarily see it happening. Matt Rule is a very calculated guy.
0: So if they don't pick him up, um, I'm looking at a Carolina offensive line um, who's allowed a lot of injury to their running back. Um, they've allowed you know, a decent amount of sacks you know, to happen you know, recently. And so I'm thinking offensive linemen, um, Mississippi State, Charles Cross.
1: Yeah, Charles Cross, big body. He's going to fill up those holes, start getting the foundation that Carolina really needs to keep their stars healthy. Um, again, we're not seeing running backs go high in the draft anymore, mostly because they're injury-prone. We've seen that. Um, I don't know that taking an offensive lineman is going to change that, but definitely going to fill up that hole for whoever's going to be the future of the Carolina football franchise. Definitely,
0: definitely. I'm, I'm liking a lot of these hot picks here that we're taking. Um, hey, we're going to switch over into a uh, an advertisement. We'll be right back in just a little bit. All right, um, so we're back. Uh, pick number five is going to be the Giants pick. Um Look, the Giants have quite a rocky-looking team right now, and here at number five, I'm I'm looking potentially at a cornerback situation um, out of LSU, Derek Stinglery. I could be pronouncing his name wrong, but uh, I'm going with Stinglery. Um, look, another tough decision for the Giants, uh, passing on maybe an offensive lineman, um, but look, they do need a corner, and I think this man is. Potentially one of the best lockdown cornerbacks in this draft, and I think he can get the job done.
1: Absolutely. Uh, we saw Derek Stingley Jr., hard lockdown cornerback. I I don't see Charles Cross as the is the top five guys. These all can change. The top five is really out there this year. We don't have that set number one. This guy is the best guy in the draft class. So I'd I'd see the Giants taking Derek Stingley Jr., sticking with the defense, trying to fill up the holes there, and there they go.
0: Yeah, definitely. I I do like that pick there at number five for the Giants. Like we said, there is other options available for them at number five, and they could go a multiple of different directions, but we're going to stick with Derek Stingley Jr. on this one. All right, looking in at number four, we have the Jets pick. Um, Look, the Jets have a... You know, D.J. Reed coming in um, in the cornerback, you know, position. Uh, they got, you know, all, all this defense, you know, that's definitely needed their offense we've seen. Eh. Uh, but we need to work on this defense. And I'm going to go with Ahmad Gardner.
1: Yeah. Ahmad Gardner out of Cincinnati, he very well could have been. We saw high-scoring games coming from Cincinnati. They put up a lot of numbers against him. But if you watch back on those tapes – they weren't throwing to Ahmad Gardner's side. He is going to be a good corner, and I think I think this is the right move. Salah, defensive-minded coach, he's not going to have another year of that defense where they can't stop anyone. I think my eight-year-old probably could have ran a hole and made it made it to the end zone on him. Um, this is going to be a much-needed addition. It's going to give them both sides of the ball, um, you know, both sides of the field on defense, two really good cor- cornerbacks moving forward in years to come.
0: Definitely. Um, so I, I definitely can really see this Ahmad Gardner going in number four to the Jets, which they do need, you know, that position filled, and I think that man's going to be the, the guy to do it. But if we're moving earlier in the draft, number three is going to be Houston's pick. Um look, they got, you know, Davis Mills needs some protection, right? That's that's a given, and he doesn't have it. And because of this, this could definitely be, you know, his last chance to prove that he can get the job done in Houston. And so with that being said, I think they're going to invest in an offensive line during this draft. And so I'm going to go with Akeem Akongwu out of NC State.
1: Yeah. Um NC State, they didn't do much on the college side this year, but no one's getting through on Akeem McQuannu. He's big body, quick feet, fast 40 time. He is the prototypical line O-lineman that you're going to be looking for. Um, Houston's got a whole mess. Um, they have a lot to deal with. We saw a lot going on. You're going to hear that in our next uh, episode. And Davis Mills, is he the guy? Probably not. But let's at least get that O-line in place so when the dust settles, we are going to go out and look for a quarterback. Somebody's going to want to come play here and not worry about getting injured because they're getting hit on their blind side all day.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, so that's that's that one on number three in Houston. Number two is Detroit's pick. And because – You're a Detroit guy. I'm going to let you take this one. And who are we taking at number two?
1: All right. I like the risk. He was always up here. Um, During the season, he was thought to be the standout. Number one pick. Detroit's going with an edge rusher. Um, Dan Campbell, he he knows that he needs needs a lot. Uh, I'm a Detroit fan. It's awful. Um, Kayvon Thibodeau out of Oregon. A lot of people have him falling. He's may not love football or portrayed that he loved football. I wasn't sitting in on his interviews, um, but something that happened there, some scouts have him falling, some mock boards have him falling. I think he stays at the top. I'm hoping Detroit takes him. Crazy athlete, raw, but I do think we have the ability to develop him, get him in place and have them make a difference early in the season.
0: All right, so we're going to keep it with uh, Thibodeau here, the edge rusher out of Oregon, number two, falling to Detroit. And then with the number one pick in this 2022 draft, I'm looking at a 6'7", 337-pound, big-body Evan Neal out of Alabama on the O-line. I think this is going to be the the big pickup here for Jacksonville. You know, protect... Trevor Lawrence. I mean, he needs a lot of protection. It's his, you know, second year in the league, and I think this guy is going to be the guy to protect him there up on that right side.
1: Yeah. Um, Evan Neal, they're going to bring in a guy who can protect Trevor Lawrence. Huge investment. Brought him in, and he did nothing. Granted, <laughs> Again, Michigan Ugh. State guy. Uh, kind of love seeing um, old Urban Meyer fall on his face. But Evan Neal out of Alabama, off the O line. This could be a come. Uh Aquanyu as well out of NC State. But I do think they've taken O linemen in this number one spot. Um, but I mean, you're looking at a guy that is six foot seven, over 330 pounds, with a 5'5 shuffle time. Um, big, quick, fills the gap, um, little bit slower on his 40 at a five sixty, But again, the guy's a monster. So what are you going to think? He's not, if I saw this guy running at me, it would, yeah, I would, I would curl in a ball and cry.
0: I'm a lot smaller than you. And I definitely would be crying. Maybe even crapping my pants a little bit. If I saw this man running at me at 6,7, 330 pounds. Uh, those are you know huge numbers. Um, and you can't pass up on them at, at the number one spot. Offensive lineman, like we said, you got to protect Trevor Lawrence. He's going to be the guy that this franchise wants to build around and whether we agree with it or not, um, that's what they want to do. And uh, so if that's what you're going to do, you got to pick up an offensive lineman. And Evan Neal, I think, is going to be the man to do it here in Jacksonville. Yep, definitely.